Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 234 with a review of Man of Steel. I'm Christopher Schneezy. I'm Garza Patrick. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, Carson, Patrick, and I are going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases hitting the theater near you. Each week, we're going to try to bring you as many reviews as we can. Uh, this week, we had a review of This Is The End and this review of Man of Steel, which... I'm sure everybody has been very excited about. I have not heard of this film. <laughs> you don't know who this Zack something I, or other guy this, is. Who is this Superman the, the, character? The, some weird producer who hasn't really made anything I, before. Christopher Nolan. <laughs> it's Christoph Nolan. <laughs> Nolan, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this, and this, this is a film that I think, I think we were both just on the, the sheer idea of Zack Snyder directing a Superman film produced by Christopher Nolan. I think before anything other than that was news, I think you and I were excited. Yeah, I, I specifically remember when they announced Zack Snyder was going to direct this movie, and I don't know if it was you or me that messaged <laughs> the other, but it was just like, yeah. It, it just said boing. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> thumbs up times a thousand, <laughs> times infinity. Yeah, so I mean, and, and then on top of that, we got those, like, the first first teaser decent teaser right yeah first teaser getting the, you teased the three freaking trailers they they, they followed up with that. yeah i think you did you skip the fourth trailer i didn't see whatever trailer they put out after the one hey, you haven't seen the general's odd trailer then. no i never saw okay. that one which isn't the one we're going to be listening to in this episode for you guys yeah. listening uh in but uh it's the other yeah. trailer that's... all all freaking three trailers are masterpieces like yeah like are, the trailers uh, are better than most movies out it, it like when those came out i just like well, they they could have they could have just like not the t- the one that was in between the teaser and this one, like they yeah. could have just put that out and been done with it. Yeah, yeah. And everyone would have been like, all right, yeah. But then they go out and they put out this other one, you know, and you're just like, holy crap, like. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Basically everything like so we start with 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 the foreknowledge that that people that Carson and I both care about are are making this film. Um, and, th- and I don't remember we've, we've had this discussion. I don't like Superman the character, in general. Like oh, he's, yeah, he's like my least that. favorite superhero, um, just because the fact that he's like magical, impervious he's man. He's invincible. And it doesn't make sense how he could possibly exist in the universe. Um, yeah. And it, it, I, I thought it was a stupid hero my entire life. Like I used to watch the cartoon, but never really been. I watched the cartoon because it aired with the other cartoons that I watched on whatever days that I watched that. Um, but somehow, just the news of this seemed like the right people to be making this film. And, uh, yeah, then those trailers came out, and it was just amazing, and it's finally out. This is this is definitely one of my most anticipated films of the year. Yeah. I, I'm sure the same it's for you. Probably, yeah. I mean, I mean, this was up there. Yeah. I mean, th- th- there are... There have been a in few things. In terms of this summer, in terms yeah, yeah, of this yeah. summer alone, like, this was probably in the top three. Speaking of random side tangent, you might be skipping it, but did you watch the new Elysium trailer? No, I didn't watch it. Because it was, like, another one of those dumb, like, four-minute things or whatever. <laughs> I was just like, I'd like to see the movie as least spoiled as possible, People, marketing people. There, there, there's there's definitely some, some more spoilery stuff, but uh, the trailer gives away... Uh, the the thing uh, basically if you've seen the second trailer you now know why matt damon is pursuing this course of action oh, okay. before you didn't know it all yeah he was um, just the beginning of this the whole beginning of this trailer sets up the the reason why he's like i gotta get to elysium did they show that in the theaters or no uh no i watched it online oh okay so it's just an online only 
Yeah, I have. I have yet to see it in a theater. I think that. Yeah, because I don't. I didn't think it was. It looked like an online only type of deal, but gotcha. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry knows? for the. Sometimes tan- they'll slip them in. You're just like ah. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the bathroom yeah, again. Run. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just had to tangent for a second because I was thinking of most anticipated films, and Elysium is definitely one that I'm super excited for. But anyways, so Man of Steel, it is finally here. It is time to find out if it lives up to everything we expected it to, um, and hope that it would. Yes. Uh, so, what do you say we take a look at the trailer, Carson, and then let everybody know if it hit the mark that we uh, they hit it the to, S bullseye, yeah, the the S of hope. Yeah. <laughs> society had intended what if a child aspired to something greater my son was in the bus he saw what Clark did you're the answer son you're the answer to are we alone in the universe can I just keep pretending I'm your son you are my son. And I have to believe that you were sent here for a reason. And even if it takes the rest of your life, you owe it to yourself to find out what that reason is. How do you find someone who has spent a lifetime covering his tracks? For some, he was a guardian angel. For others, a ghost who never quite fit in. You will give the people of Earth an ideal to strive towards. They will race behind you. They will stumble. They will fall. But in time, they will join you in the sun. In time, you will help them accomplish wonders. Son is safe. I will find him. My father believed if the world found out who I really was, they'd reject me. He was convinced that the world wasn't ready. What do you think? What's the S stand for? It's not an S. On my world, it means hope. Well, here it is. An ass. How about... Excuse me. All right, so here we have Man of Steel. 
uh, the planet of Krypton is uh, basically about to implode, and it's just, you know, it's getting destroyed because Kryptonian people are dumb and they pollute their planet. <laughs> no, wait, no, it's Earth. Uh, oh, but, uh, <laughs> zing. This isn't an M. Night Shyamalan film. What am I talking about? <laughs> but seriously, though, uh, Krypt- Krypton is about to uh, be destroyed uh, due to its core collapsing and all that kind of jazz. And uh, these two people who have fathered uh, or parented a child decide to put that child in a pod and send them to a far distant planet, which we know of Earth. And That's what uh, more people on Earth should do with their children. <laughs> send them to a far distant planet? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Population control. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Um, but anyways, so this child has now been growing up on our planet uh, hidden out amongst us for the last 33 years, I think he said. At one 33, point. yeah. 33. And uh, now a a survivor from that planet, a General Zod, has come back trying to take that uh, boy and uh, possibly some information that he might have. And, and uh, possibly take over the world. Yeah, he basically shows up and says, hey, Earthlings, bring me back my... <laughs> nice world, we'll have it. Yeah, we'll give take me, it. Give me my Kryptonian person, and if you don't within 24 hours... Uh, your planet will fall because I got power and stuff like that. And uh, the the man that we know as Superman or the Man of Steel uh, has to, you know, figure out what he's going to do to try to stop this impending uh, Kryptonian threat. In, impending nefarious acts. Yes, nef- there's definitely some nefarious action. <laughs> there's nefarious acts going on over and there on Krypton. There's nefarious acts movie. going on in America and America. Yes. Uh, so, uh, Carson... Did this film live up to everything that we all hoped it would? Uh, well, first of all, I'm going to say uh, my uh, opinion on Superman is kind of indifferent. Like, I I don't – I'm not, like, a fan. I've seen all the other movies, um, and I like the first two Supermans with Christopher Reeve. <laughs> I always have the tendency to, like, want to refer to them as the first two Supermen. Supermens. Like, like for yeah. some reason, I want to just – pluralize it i mean superman three and four you know we can do without those um superman returns we could also do without that but uh oh come on man gatling gun to the eyeball i mean how can we i mean he didn't throw a punch the whole movie like he's so powerful (laughs) like you know (laughs) clearly it is it is the definitive superman oh you can just refer to kevin smith's take on superman returns (laughs) for like the ultimate opinion on superman returns anyway this is a movie that you go in hoping, I hope to God this movie is, I hope to Krypton, to Jor-El, that this movie is good, because if it's not, it's going to suck. Um, but I have to say that we're two for two this weekend, because I love the shit out of this movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that it goes up to recent superhero reboots, namely, you know, recent example, Amazing Spider-Man, and walks up to it and basically tells it to eat a dick because this movie <laughs> crushes the competition just um, like Man of Steel crushes it, people. It, it's not pronounced dick. It's pronounced DC. Oh, DC. Oh, okay. <laughs> but this is this is definitely the movie I was expecting from the people involved with this film. Like, I knew like it was probably going to be pretty good, but I just was hoping that it would live up to all these great trailers that they've put out. Now, I know there's been a lot of talk about how, oh, well, this movie's joyless and there's, there's, you know, it's not as good as whatever, but, you know, whatever movie. But it's like, I don't think that this movie needs to be 
you know, a Joyful. comedy. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, come on, there are there are funny moments in the film. Yeah, I thought there was plenty of comedy. Yeah, in this like film. I mean, it's comedy in the sense that like you know, everyday com like it's comedy in the sense of like how there's comedy, you know, funny moments in like Batman Begins or yeah. the Batman movies. It's not a comedy in the in the of like Iron Man three or Iron Man are lighter films, so they're kind of also like they got the comedy involved. Um, but this this is like I think up there with like the first Iron Man or Batman Begins in terms of like a superhero origin uh, or do over I guess. But in terms of like creating the origin in a, like a really cool way and coming up with something that's like yeah like the, you know Superman is like this he's essentially an alien and like kind of making you believe that like oh okay like I I can buy that this guy was sent from some alien planet yeah and he grew up in america raised by american parents and and you know became this like figure uh, this hero um but the fact is like i mean this movie is cast as well as the batman movies were and that they're like they're like solid actors in every single part no matter how big or small and they're all giving it weight yeah. Uh, you know, like even like Lawrence Fishburne showing up as Perry White or whatever, and our favorite guy from House of Cards as the <laughs> again playing the same role. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we gotta make like a bingo card where we just like list all the movies of the year. I was laughing when he, he like up. I didn't know he was in this movie. I didn't. And either. I was laughing when he showed up on the screen. I was like, oh man, <laughs> not because it's like oh he's in this movie. It's just like. He just is like, I'm the guy. Like, we need a guy yeah. who's the guy. Yeah. We just need that guy. Oh, we'll call him. But anyway, yeah, like, I mean, I just think that, like, everything in this movie is really strong. Like, I think, again, like, uh, there's a, once again, get another, like, instantly memorable score from Hans Zimmer, like, that will be immediately copied in every trailer from here till the end of time. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just another thing where it's just like, yeah, like it's just another layer to like establishing like this movie and to making it something memorable and not something just like fluff that I'm just going to forget about in, you know, a couple of weeks or whatever. Like this is like, oh, this feels like a legitimate start to like hopefully a good franchise, you know, not yeah. just like, oh, well, they did it because they, you know, it's Superman. So like yeah we did it just to do it um but i loved how like the this movie you know we were joking like superman returns he doesn't throw any punches or whatever but like that's what i want to see in a superman movie is him like punching the crap out of people and like the fact that like the way they build or the way they set up this movie where uh you know he's taught not to fight back you know by his father or his you know adopted father um so when Superman finally throws his first punch, like that's like a really good moment. Like the, the yeah. when they build up to that, like that pays off so well. And there's like a lot of really good moments that pay off. And like the, uh, the plot, the Zod's plot to take over the world is like a pretty good plot. Like it's, it's kind of, I mean, it kind of like is a little similar to, you know, to well, bring it, your, it, uh, it, it borrows a lot from other films that also use blue lasers too. I mean, yeah, it's definitely, I mean, it, it, it's, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say what it's, it's the same definitely not as, but... something original, Yeah, yeah. but 
it's done in a way where you're like, okay, I get it. Like, it's not, at least he didn't, like, open a wormhole and have, like, his other dead Kryptonian friends come yeah, through yeah. and try to invade. Like, they at least, like, you knew that it wasn't something original, but, like, the way it was presented and the way it played out, like, you actually felt like, okay, like, there are stakes here. The world is going to end unless Superman and everyone do something about it. Yeah, and I also I also like, too, that... Uh, the way, even though it is a similar plot to other things, you don't have a scene where like one character just explains what the whole plot is. Yeah, you have, you have one character, um, mention the device that's going to be used, and that gives you a little bit of information, and then you have, hu- like human Earthling scientists who are observing what's happening, figuring out, oh, crap, this is what's happening. Yeah, they're so, like, oh, I think this is what it is. Like, they save all the exposition for what Superman learns about his home world um, in, in, in that scene in the middle. And they don't spend a lot of time with exposition of what the current plot is, but what the back the backstory is for the event. So, like, I, I just, I really liked the way that was handled. And <laughs> it, it's, it's funny that... Uh, you know, we we were we were doing all the joking before about you know comparing Oblivion to After Earth, yeah. and how it was like like Oblivion just wipes the floor with After Earth, and then here we have Man of Steel, which has a similar computer system where you have like <laughs> yeah. like these nano machines that kind of form to uh, create something that you can visually look at on a instead of a computer monitor, you have like some sort of particles that form to the object that you're looking at on the monitor. It looks so much better in Man of Steel yeah. than it did in. In uh, in freaking afterwards, it's just funny that like that here we have another film. Like the only thing I thought that was interesting about After Earth was the way that computer technology was, and then <laughs> this film comes away and just goes, no, 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 this is how it works. Nah, like, we'll show you how to really. Yeah, do. and also it like kind of comes in and you're just like, hey, John Carter, can you step aside? This is yeah. how somebody can fly. I mean, I just think like the de- like the design of like Krypton. Dude, the the armor that the Kryptonians wear yeah. is this like. The whole movie, I was just like, oh, I wish I was like like a cosplayer who could actually make armor that looked like that. Because I yeah. would totally want to go to like Comic-Con wearing <laughs> General Zod's armor. <laughs> you know armor. people are going to be there dude, it, wearing like, General Zod costumes and like Jor-El. The, dude, the Zod armor is badass. I mean, the, you know, you know... Um, the 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 good guys on on Krypton, their armor kind of looks like like World of Warcraft, like bright shiny, like happy armor. But like the bad guys' armor looks legitimately badass. Yeah, like I mean, just like everything about like the design of the movie, it's like interesting. It borrows from other element or borrows elements from other movies, but it's not something where you're sitting there going like, oh well, someone likes Blade Runner or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um. So you're actually like, oh, like, this is actually, like, a cool, like, look to it and stuff. And, like, obviously his suit, like, Superman's suit, like, the way they designed it looked cool. Like, it was just like, oh, yeah, like, that, it actually looks like an alien suit, like, that from a different planet yeah. or whatever, you know? And, like... The, the, one, the one thing about the suit, like, just, it's not sort of a slight tangent that kind of, it didn't bother me. But, you know, there, there's a scene in one of the trailers, I don't remember if it was the one we just watched or not, but... You see, you see the shot of of um, Clark as a, as a child, um, and he's like standing in the Superman pose, and he has a cape on. Yeah. Um, the context of how he gets the Superman suit in this film, it's not like uh, you know, in in, in the Amazing Spider Man, you know, uh, Peter Parker decides to make that suit, and yeah. he goes out and he picks it, he picks the colors, he does all this stuff. In this film, he kind of is just given the suit. Yeah. Uh, 
And I don't understand the connection to that scene of him as a child if he's not the one who created that suit. Like, it feels like a, a like, it seems like at one point in time they, like, just jettison the idea that, like, like, like as a bookend to the film, the flashback to him as a child standing in the Superman pose seems like a good way to end, like, have the film, like, reflecting on him as a child, like, he was destined to be yeah. Superman kind of thing. But it doesn't work when the suit isn't something he created from his own. I like, mean, the only thing that he had, though, was the red cape, which was, like, clearly, like, a red tablecloth or something. Yeah, but, like, in, in the context of, like, where's the idea of wearing a cape? Like, any child who puts on a cape is clearly trying to be Superman. Like, Yeah, I mean, but... He's not trying to be some, like, royal Game of Thrones dude who, like, is trying to look fancy or something, you know? I mean, I think it was just, like, a visual thing not a thing where you yeah like, but it's you, like a visual yeah. metaphor that that's artificial like I, like for, to me that comparison while visually you're like oh yeah that's iconic that's awesome but i'm like i just was like what but that doesn't make any sense because he didn't make the suit like i don't i don't know so sorry something about that I, just like bothered me oh okay <laughs> i did not get that all right well a- anyways don't 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 <laughs> nobody uh, misunderstand my statement about that because i i love this film like for sure like it this this was terrific. I mean, it it uh, you know as as you were saying, Carson, with with, with just the idea that uh, he was raised by his earth father to like not try to throw a punch back and like yeah. not want to fight back. And the message he was always told was that, like one day you will be able to do great things, and you need to remain in the shadow, not in the shadows, but you, you need to hide your abilities until the day that it is right. And like literally, this film puts him in a situation where it's like this is the day that is right. Like, yeah, like yeah. there's no, there, I mean, obviously when somebody's coming to the planet, he's like, hand over, <laughs> hand over my citizen of my world that you've been harboring for the last 33 years. Yeah. Like there, there's no way for, I mean, obviously it, it, I, I just, it, it's it, it, in, a, in a lesser film that could be cheap. Like that mechanic, like don't ever fight until one day when you'll know. And then yeah. like all of a sudden like, well, I guess I got to fight. But when today. you have Kevin Costner, like <laughs> eloquently stating it <laughs> to you as a father figure, I will say too. I mean, Kevin Costner always gets a bad rap for just being a terrible, terrible actor. He's he was, a badass. He was in this, fantastic in this film. Like the the scene where he like saves people, the scene with the tornado. Yeah, yeah. Like that was a that was a good scene. Like that was like an, a genuinely powerful like something you'd see in like some hardcore like Oscar drama. Any any scene that he's in really. I thought yeah, was, I, no, I, I you're just fantastic. like you like, you kind of get like teary eyed anytime he comes on because you're just like. He's gonna yeah. say something awesome. I I, I forgive him for Waterworld, like <laughs> this film <laughs> and has, Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah. well, I can only re- redeem one movie at a time. Oh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't that good. <laughs> no, but I, I really enjoyed him. But I, I think really what it comes down to, I mean, obviously the influence of of like you like. I, I have to assume that some of this story element was like a big influence from Nolan, just because it feels like a legit like story with with emotion and, and stuff behind it that that like it being focused on in that way obviously i i have to assume that he has some influence yeah in we did get a story credit so. yeah so like it, it, it's like i i love that and that's what i was really what, what this film needed to do was to deliver on that story and it did but Zack snyder's presentation of what how superman is physically yeah in this world one of the reasons why I've always like one of the, one of the reasons we talked before Thor came out when I was like I don't think Thor is gonna work because it doesn't make sense that you have this god existing on a plane with mortals yeah. and like how does this work and he's too powerful but like it just it's not gonna jive. The power exuded by the Kryptonians in this film is so utterly ridiculous that like the the first 
punch, as you said, the first punch, yeah. I was like, he did it. He did. This is what would happen if this super strength uh, being yeah. came down to Earth and started fighting another creature from his world yeah. on Earth. Like, and any time he punches it, somebody no, or fights it, them, it, the, the, they're going to go like – you know yeah, miles the the like th- as soon as it happened i was like this is the only way superman could be conceived of in real life like this to me as as ridiculous as it is that is realistic to me like yeah everything that superman is supposed to be none of this ha 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 i opened a car door too hard and the door ripped off ha, 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 ha. <laughs> like th- that's not superman the fact that like once he concentrates and tries to s- swing a punch he's like pounding into the ground that scene in the middle of the film, like the first real fight that you get between oh, yeah. Superman and those two Kryptonians, like yeah, where they're just like it, destroying everything because they're like, just punching the crap out of each other. It is so badass and so much power is communicated in that that I completely forgive the utterly terrible product placement for Sears <laughs> and IHOP, like and Seven <laughs> Eleven. Like, but you know what's funny? They all get destroyed, so it's like. No. Uh, Everything is destroyed except for the freaking glowing logo. So, like, the entire building's destroyed. There's smoke everywhere, but somehow smoke is clear around the Sears bright <laughs> logo. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's it's dumb. But, like, just the, the fact that they're fighting. I mean, like, you think destruction is happening when, like, the Transformers are flying around the cities blowing, blowing yeah. crap up. Like, the, the amount of power communicated in one just heavy punch of, of a person, like... The way that goes and, like, the danger that's communicated and the way that, like, military soldiers are just getting, like, obliterated. Like, that that chick, when she just, like, like, like gun caught us steps through, like, ten oh, soldiers yeah. at once and just lays waste. Like, it's... You're just it, like, well, we kind of need this guy on our side, so yeah, I'm glad like, that he's good. I, I, <laughs> I wanted to see this in RPX. Like, it just... It, yeah. It is... I don't know. Like, I, I can't... Cons- like... Any other way to communicate the power of of the Kryptonians uh, is it it just pales in comparison to this. Like it's it, it's uh like I don't know. It's hard to explain. Just the the impact, the destruction, the raw power, like everything about it is just awesome. And I was like, you know what? They nailed it. And Thor can suck his hammer. Like it, it, <laughs> yeah. it like. Because Thor would probably just get broken in half if he got a punch from. Well, yeah, but but like personality-wise, like Thor worked for me, but yeah. like it still didn't work on the context of what would this god existing in a mortal plane yeah. really like. Like, yeah, he has this awesome hammer that he can throw around, and like Hulk can't pick it up. But you never really feel that Thor is that um, strong, other than the fact that he can wield a hammer no one else can, and he can fly, sort of, and um, he can hit things pretty hard but you never really feel that he is literally a god like in this superman is so strong yeah it's stupid like yeah what's going on in this film like broke my brain like i you know when people are throwing like freight trains at each other yeah yeah. And, and it sounds like it would be stupid but it works so well it's always fun when you see movies like this you saw you see some of it in the trailer where he's just like punching the crap out of michael shannon yeah and he's just getting bounced around like a you know like a beach yeah. ball or something but i don't know there's something about um and, and by the way that not a spoiler in the trailer when not, every yeah. time i saw that in the trailer i was like that's going to be like the, the end of the fight and it's yeah. dumb that we're seeing this <laughs> no no superman gets bounced around like that too <laughs> yeah, several times they like, both can throw like the same amount of punches like just as strong you know both I, ways like because they have the same strength and I will say too that uh, this 
actually succeeds where um, the the Neo Smith fight fails in the third oh, yeah. Matrix film because in the third Matrix film it was, it was kind of ridiculous just the way they were fighting and stuff. Yeah. Theoretically, there are very similar things are happening between um, uh, Superman and General Zod, but like it's it, it works somehow, and I think part of it is due to the directing style of Zack Snyder. Like I think other people wouldn't have like the. The camera is a participant in the fight. Like it almost feels like the camera takes damage in in when when punches are thrown and like yeah. the way it moves and it, it it's like it's trying to follow um like the people who are getting hit. Like the camera gets knocked back and and tracks them and you kind of catch up with them after the blow has been been taken. And it's just it's it's an amazing style. I think my favorite was it's during that fight with General <laughs> Zod. Like you get like a like literally get like he's swinging Michael Shannon around by like his legs or something. And you literally get like a millisecond shot of his eye, like right full frame. Yeah. Cause he, cause he literally swung him so close to the camera and then threw him away. Yeah. That was just like, that was pretty awesome. But like the, the, I love the fact that like, you know, Zack Snyder, he's known for his slow motion. Everybody rips it off. And you know, he kind of created that whole thing. And it's just like I like how they just replaces all of that with fast motion <laughs> yeah, fast in this motion. movie because it's just all about Superman flying and punching the crap out of people. And, you know, it's like yeah, like this guy he's faster than a speeding bullet. Like he's court, you know. So he basically just like in you know inserted the fast motion or substituted yeah. the fast motion for the slow motion. So you get, so I was like oh like that, that's I thought it was pretty cool. Like I I think like the. I mean, the look of the movie is like really like there's a distinct look to this movie. Yeah. Like it has this like com like a really great comic book feel more so than I thought. Like I'm going to say it in the Avengers because like I feel like this felt like a realistic setting, but it also had like a really like cool like comic book vibe to it. Like, yeah. There's a lot of it where it reminded me of like it had like the earthy tones of like 300 and like the darkness of like Watchmen and almost like kind of like the weird like magical like weirdness of Sucker Punch. Yeah. You know, in some of these scenes. But like I don't just like the th- it's a movie that has like many scenes and like moments in it where you're like that is very like extremely memorable. Like as you know, they did in 300 and and Watchmen where you're just like, yeah, like I, this is a visual style where I'm like, you know, it looks different from any of the other superhero movies that have yeah. come out, you know, in the past couple years or whatever. Um, so that was like, even if some of the CG, in my opinion, was a little iffy at times, most of it is like, you can f- com- completely forgive it. Cause it's like, the story is so strong. It was like the same thing with Iron Man three where I was just like, I, yeah, but you know, the story is so strong that it's like, I don't care. Well, like I, I can go along with it. I think too why why the CG works so. But well here it works a is, lot better, I think. Well, the the reason it does though is because when when CG uh, most of the time when you notice CG standing out is is when you see a a, a human esque person moving in a non human way. So yeah. it's like it it you you know in reality that that movement doesn't feel normal, 
and then it causes you to pay attention to it more and it sticks out and then like you see all the other little problems with it but in this film <laughs> they're not human <laughs> yeah they're moving in non-human ways because they're capable of moving right, that way right so it's like so you can easily forgive it yeah like you fact. can forgive that this motion isn't maybe as accurate to like a, a man running because he's no man he is yeah. this superhero but and also like it helped that a lot of the <laughs> the CG and like the, the designs of the like spaceships and stuff, they're done like in like dark colors. Yeah. So it's not like these bright things where it's standing out. Like it, it blends yeah. pretty well with the, the other stuff that they have, either w- whether or not it was CG or actually like real, you know, yeah. photography or whatever. But like, so that, that helps. Like, it's not just like, Whoa, like it's like super lit and you know, it's got, it feel it feels a little more natural, but yeah, I'm just like the the fact that like they created like a whole new like design and everything like they just that's that's what you want in a movie like this like you yeah <laughs> they clearly like took the time and like went through it all and it feels very substantial like I I they're probably you know you can argue like oh well some of these characters aren't as developed as the other it's like but. You know, like, you have, like, such a fun time watching it. Like, this movie is, like, two and a half hours. I felt pretty damn short, like, yeah. in, t- in terms of, like, pacing, because it goes by really quickly. And also, kind of going back a ways, but, like, not only is Kevin Costner awesome, but Russell Crowe is badass as well. Like, you both want them to be your fathers <laughs> after this movie is over. You're just, like, and it's... <laughs> You know, I don't know if it's just like brilliant marketing or just purely ironic that this movie is coming out on Father's Day weekend because it's all about like good fathers, like, you know, saying like important messages and yeah, and like overall it's like, yeah, like Superman's always been this good guy, but it's like the movie is like there's like since it's done so well, there's like an extra added layer of just like fist pumping hell yeah whenever time (laughs) Superman is like doing like when he's you know fighting evil or whatever yeah, yeah you're just like he is so good that you're excited when evil is delivered it's you know due yeah, or whatever yeah. but like, like you almost don't want it to be delivered because you like i could watch three hours of just superman fighting general zod like <laughs> yeah. or like the, the chick and that really tall dude like yeah it's just it's awesome and and i'll say too the sound design in this film is awesome also like yeah the i think the sound of the the geoformer or whatever the the weird chip thing is called yeah um that sound i think rivals the the droid sounds from oblivion <laughs> like that like, <laughs> so, like it's in, in that whole like you know big part towards the end of the film just <laughs> another thing just like the sound communicates the destruction of the oh, yeah. city and stuff so well there's a lot of good destruction in this movie yeah and like just i don't and like that's one of those things too is like we we don't have gravity wells like on yeah. our planet like that we know of like we can't like we don't get to see that and go like oh yeah, that's what that sounds like but for some reason that sound like convinces me that like you know i, I don't know yeah I, I just think it was done really really well and like the only thing I I will say is uh, I don't. It's gonna be hard for me to get excited about them going forward if they try to make more films in this franchise. Yeah. Simply because I think this works so perfectly because uh, a Kryptonian villain is 
who they were up against. Yeah. If if they are up against anything other than they another superpower, um, yeah, like Lex Lex Luthor is is like He's, Superman would punt flick him to death. Like yeah. it, it would be Lex Luthor's dead. Like yeah. It, it, if, oh yeah, that's that's the thing too. No no kryptonite in this film. Like thank you God. Like well, there is, but it's done in a way that isn't like oh they're giant crystals or whatever well it's was there no no i'm saying like his the the, the well there, his kryptonite is like yeah, yeah, within they, him yeah yeah but i i, I meant that, that there that there was no like look i have this stone and i'm yeah, gonna hit there's you with no, it like, now you lose crystals, your power yeah. like if you yeah, like throw it at him. Yeah, or they came up with their own thing to to offer. Put it in like a, a moisturizing week. cream, and he rubs it on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it's like ha ha ha. <laughs> so it's like it's like if they if then if they actually go on with another film, and it's Lex Luthor, and it's Kryptonite. Like I'm gonna be like f this. Well, like it was it was awesome because like how they how he had it embedded in him, and then when he goes to fight that like octopus thing drilling into the ocean, which was made from Kryptonite. Well, because they explained it well because, like, he adapted to Earth. Yeah. So when he came in contact with the Kryptonians and their, like, machinery and stuff, but that, that it's wasn't made about... from Krypton- Kryptonite, so that therefore he was weakened. But it was, I don't, was it made from Kryptonite? Yeah. Did they say like, that specifically? Yeah. Because remember when he, f- when he tells Amy Adams, like, I'm going to go stop the drill in the Indian Ocean, she's like, well, won't that also... <laughs> Like it's it's Krypton, like well, it's Kryptonite. Won't no, that no, no, actually? No, that, that that was about the atmosphere. But yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like that, the atmosphere is what. It's not actual. Like I'm saying Kryptonite, but it's yeah, like yeah, it, the it, atmosphere it, it, is me- from his planet. Metaphor- and he is not metaphoric- adapted to it. Metaphorically, it was the same substance yeah. as Kryptonite, but it wasn't actually supposed to be. But kryptonite. it was more. It was more in the fact that like he was adapted to Earth's atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Kryptonians were adapted to their atmosphere. <laughs> if either one of them, you know, crossed, you know, yeah, 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 crossed, yeah. they would be affected by it. Yeah, so, yeah. so they, it, they had their own, their own <clears throat> issue with preserving themselves, but it, it wasn't some simple little, like, I could just make like bullets with Kryptonian points right, and then yeah, I could yeah. shoot Superman. And he'd be yeah, dead. Some evil like, scheme. If they do anything like that, it's going to be terrible, but they did establish that the, the ship, the, the geo, whatever ship that um, he finds in the Arctic, which is the replacement for his Fortress of Solitude or whatever. Yeah. Um, that <coughs> in that ship, we do see two pods, one containing a dead body and one that's open with no body. So theoretically, there is another Kryptonian living on Earth. Um, yeah. That could have survived. Uh, so. There's always the possibility. Of possibility, that. yeah. Either that, or it was just a throw. Like they, the camera, like he's all dead body, nobody, and like the camera stayed there for a little bit. So like, <laughs> the, the, it's, I, I can only assume yeah. that there's something for that. I, I would. That's probably a possibility if they wanted to do that. Yeah, and we know we know from the story that there were similar ships sent all over the galaxy, um, so there are still theoretically Kryptonians alive. Yeah. But somehow they'd have to return to the destroyed planet Krypton, and they'd be like, "Whoa, wasn't there a planet here? Why are we in this middle of this asteroid field?" And then have to somehow follow the like trans warp drive signatures to blah 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 find Earth, and then I don't know, <laughs> I don't know where they're gonna go from here if they try to go on. But I am very skeptical that it, that it can work out. Um, in like for me, I don't think yeah. it will personally to me, uh, be as good because this 
was executed so well and all the things that I would worry about with a character of this type were like fixed because of how they like let him be as powerful as he would be as opposed to like making him more of a man but still able to withstand bullet impact yeah so and i will say which you probably won't agree but i say that this movie does better than what the new star trek did in terms of taking an iconic villain and doing their own thing with it because general zod is a pretty big you know well-known villain from the superman franchise played pretty well by terrence stamp in the original uh i think first i think he was in yeah the first two i think (laughs) maybe just the second one i can't remember but anyway that's a character that people i think it was just the second one people know of that character so they have kind of like a sense of it in their head at least the people who are a fan of the the franchise or whatever i I, I don't know but like i will say it does make me want to see Zack snyder do a star wars movie (laughs) so (laughs) well we'll see if that happens (laughs) don't get me wrong i would watch the shit out of that movie oh yeah it probably (laughs) will never happen but i'd watch it yeah I wanted him to make the movie of like where all the Jedi are just getting slain. Like <laughs> <laughs> he can make uh, some random spinoff movie that won't affect the Star Wars universe. Well, I, I I just think that he would have to do like he, he would have to do a Sith centered film to where like the Sith of the main character because I don't know like obviously I mean. Don't get me wrong. Superman is the good guy. He proved that he can do the Superman well. But you really need like a Sith-heavy film, yeah. Um, uh, like for him to get his his like really get his visual sense in there. I mean, because they talked about you know when they they announced it like they were gonna do a bunch of these spinoff movies that they were planning it so that they could bring in directors like him or yeah. whoever to like put their own spin on it. So. Who knows? Hey, it would be cool. Or, dude, you know what actually would be awesome? Uh, if they did, like, a Star Wars anthology film where it's, like, a bunch <laughs> of short a bunch of short films where they just let, like, a bunch of, like, different, uh, <laughs> like, basically, like, the BMW films. Oh, yeah. But in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> yeah. Where it's, like, just come in, pick any character you want to do and do this little film that would where be it's, like, awesome. this is a short encounter. Um, it's kind of like the Animatrix, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be awesome. That would be pretty good. Because that would be like, then you could get like, on the one side you could have uh, the, the Zack Snyder Star Wars short, but then you'd also have like the Robert Rodriguez Star Wars short. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino could have his Star Wars short. Yeah. Um, it'd be pretty awesome. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> now we're just talking crazy. Um, yeah. Any, any last comments on this film before we wrap this up? Uh, no. Cool. Well, uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, give us your verdict then, Carson, if you were going to give this a must-see, recommend with the caveat, wait for rental, pass with the caveat, or must-avoid, where would you place it? Uh, It's definitely a must-see movie. You should see it. Yes. Must-see TV. (laughs) (laughs) All the reasons that have been stated. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. And uh, it's – yeah, you – I will say it. We were talking about uh, when you leave uh, Fast Six that you just want to drive fast. I just wanted to punch stuff. Oh when yeah! I, when I walked out of the theater, 
punch the the people just, in front of me. I just want to punch everyone. Um, <laughs> everyone who's like, they're playing themselves. <laughs> you know. Oh, Superman's playing Superman. Oh, yeah. He's playing Superman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clark Kent's playing Superman. Yeah. People sitting in front of you, like, they'll bust out their cell phones because they're so bored. I, I I will say, but one more thing that, that besides, you know, like I, I said earlier, the, uh, the scene where where uh you, you get the flashback to him as a kid wearing the cape and oh, i yeah. said that that doesn't jive because he doesn't pick up the suit well uh lois lane this entire film is just yelling clark 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 but at the end of the film i got the impression that they're trying to act as though he was hiding out again like, either uh, i don't know how if they'll explain it or what they'll do in the next one but like either they're pretending to not know each other and she knows that it's him or no, 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 they're clearly, doing the thing where, cause he kissed her and then she forgot cl- that whole thing. Well, c- clearly she, I, I think, I, I think she obviously knew who he was, but I think that enough other people saw her running around. Like she has cops yeah. drive her to his house Yeah, and he's there. Like, so it's like, it, it seems like a lot of people would have to forget for him to be able to go back into hiding as Clark Kent. Yeah. So that 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 didn't make it. But any then sense again, there. like he is in Metropolis and not in his hometown. Yeah. So I don't know if they're gonna do that where she actually does know that it's him, and they just keep his secret, or like they pulled the whole thing where like he kissed her and she forgot. You know, they did that in some of the previous Superman movies. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah. So I thought that that's maybe what they did, but oh. it would be better if they just were like yeah we know it's him but yeah because it would make more sense as to how he got the job well maybe maybe they're they're, uh superman's friends with the the mib and obviously they're just gonna flashy thing her yeah and remove like those days worth of her life yeah that's totally what happened but it seems like even if she forgot that when she hears about the superman and everybody's like oh yeah you were totally reporting on the superman She'd realize that she had then forgotten, and then do her same investigative journaling. Yeah, dude, I don't, and, I don't okay, know. Yeah, it I, gets a little, anyways, it gets weird. Yeah, it gets dicey. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, must see, even with those two complaints. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's let's hope that we have uh, more films this summer that uh, are as awesome as the two we saw for this week. Hopefully, that's two must sees. I don't think it, it's very rare that we have must a double must like a must see from each of us. Um, for two on, films on a general on, gen- on, on a general week at all like it's it's right. hard like lately we haven't been doing that so much so the fact that we have two films this weekend this is the end and man of steel that we both gave uh must-sees to uh that is that is awesome next Let's, weekend maybe not so much what do we got next week again we've got world war z and monsters university Ooh. um <laughs> monsters university i'm not I, i'm still I'm still the only person I know who's actually excited for World War Z. I like the fake zombie wall. Um, <laughs> the, the human zombie turd wall. Uh, I, I, I still don't know why. Um, well, it's been getting some, like, actually, like, pretty good reviews. I'm, I'm excited. Like, people have been saying, like, oh, it's actually not as bad as they were saying because of all the, you know, production trouble that it had. Yeah. Well, we'll, so, we'll find out next week. Yes. And uh, we'll bring you those two reviews, uh, Monsters University and World War Z. 
hopefully you guys enjoy those reviews and hopefully you guys enjoy those films too we can't weigh in yet because we haven't seen it so uh yeah carson uh you want to let everybody know where they can find you throughout the week? Oh, yes. Uh, practicalcandy.wordpress.com. People can find me over at ChristopherInRealLife.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at TheSpoilerWarning.com where you can get all the back episodes of the show, including our review of This Is The End. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter to figure out when these episodes go live at Twitter.com slash SpoilerWarning or like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash TheSpoilerWarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com or call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4879. And, uh, yeah, music is going to come from the soundtrack that Carson was uh, raving about so much. Hans, killing it again. It's playing. It's pumping you up. Yeah. Um, And, uh, yeah, that is our reviews for this week. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you for joining me live in Studio Carson. Yes, thank you for having me. And thank you guys all for listening. We will catch you next week.